Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm full. I just ate. What'd you eat? Uh, we had barbecued pork steaks. Ooh, I had popcorn. <laughs> well, that's not much of a dinner. Really good. No, but I made cookies during the day, and I ate a lot of cookies. Oh. Yeah. Well, I understand that. Yeah. Are you working from home? Is that what you're doing? Oh, yes. That's lovely. Yes. Yeah past few days has been like nine or ten hour days trying to get things caught up it's impossible yeah let me put my headphones on so that i'm not echoing back or you're not echoing back in your own ears give me just a sec as i maneuver around this dinosaur that i call a computer Nobody seems there. I got it. Nobody seems to like lost trivia, music trivia. Where are my peeps? You never know. You got to give them some time. And but Wendy and I, we were going to do trivia five or six weeks ago, and nobody came, so we just talked to each other instead. And then finally, Laura came and called in, and we talked to her about work or something. But we didn't do any trivia that night. Right on. You never know with people. I should probably tweet Nelly. He maybe he missed yeah. it. Well, the call number keeps changing. Nobody knows where to go. Yeah, last time was weird, but this time I think the link was wrong last time, but the number is the same. Oh, okay. <clears throat> But yeah, I think it, I feel like it's weird that their link to the studio would change. Be consistent for the show. It'd be nice if it matched the show ID. But. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming Wendy's coming because she retweeted. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was assuming too. Thirty-five questions for Anna and only Anna. Oh boy! Hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Wendy. Hello. Hey. Hi. How are you? Doing well. Yeah. Back here and got his questions ready. Yeah, oh. I'm here. 
I'm here with questions. <laughs> I don't Get know the chronology I'm sisters okay. against each other. <laughs> Let's see if anybody else How's shows everyone up. tonight? Full. How are things up there? Are you guys doing okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> doing all right. So tonight's winner gets a free James Armstrong CD that I'm on. Ooh. I, now I hope nobody else shows up. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> Wait. Okay, I'm, I'm going to... Now I got a tweet. Hang on. <laughs> I mean, I've I've heard you and James Armstrong live in person like three times, but I do feel pretty special about that. You never bought a CD, did you? I don't think I did. My friend did when I brought oh, by the guy was dating. He got like two it. of them. <laughs> <clears throat> Tonight's winner gets a free CD that I'm on. Information point. I'm just gonna retweet you again with a oh with a comment. Can I do that? Let me see if I can. You would think after 11 years of using Twitter, that I wouldn't know how to do this. <laughs> I still don't know. Oh, they keep changing I can't make stuff. things it's line up. Like the way replies work. <laughs> Bam. Okay. So, between my personal computer and my work computer, the control button and the function button are swapped where they are. So I can't oh, copy paste no. on the one because I'm trying to do the other and I'm hitting the wrong button and I'm like, why am I pasting this in there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember all the people I usually tweet about podcasts. Bill Cava, <laughs> Nelly, Music by Lynn. I bet he could get some... Yeah, it'd probably do pretty good. Do you live in Nashville? Music by then? Yeah. No, I think you're maybe thinking Lynn Ramsey? Hurricane oh, Lynn? Oh, Hurricane Lynn, yeah. That's the one that lives mm -hmm. in Nashville. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Music by Lynn, I think, works at a hospital in Chicago. Oh. Yeah, I thought it was like Midwest. Uh, just told him to come to Buddy Guys a few times I was playing up there. <laughs> mm. Or the, uh, what was the other spot we used to play, Anna? I can't remember the name of it. The, uh, oh, it was. Uh, the Mines. The Mines. Right? Yeah, Jamaican uh, Mines. Kingston Mines. Kingston Mines, that's it. Yeah, uh -huh. that was it. 
Yeah, we stopped playing there. Hmm. Uh, before I stopped playing. Uh, for some reason, uh, that guy just became a weirdo all of a sudden. I think he was dying. <laughs> there, there, there was a big drama in, in the family that owned that about who was going to get it after the old man died and all that. So I don't know what was going on with that. But we, but we were, we were out of it before anything. I, I think that guy's still alive, actually. But I don't know. <laughs> but the son and this and the daughter were fighting over it or something weird, and because of that, the business was getting weird. And we just said, "Ah, we like, we like, buddy. We'll just play it, buddy." So that's okay. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> we 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 don't want to stay in that. We don't want to stay in that bug-ridden hotel that you put us in anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we we value our lives. <laughs> so does her dad, apparently. Yeah. And wait. There's so much drama in a blues band that it would probably make Facebook jealous. <laughs> if people like so when and more money. I feel like we never really get going till almost eight thirty. <laughs> Practically. Yeah. Well, well but if I we mean, at eight thirty, we wouldn't start till nine. So <laughs> that's fine. We can get warm. Yeah, we do at least ten minutes. In. Wendy, did you watch the live stream last week from LostCon? No, I didn't get to. But I guess they're going. They're going to repost it. Yes, it's supposed to be Later in the month? by the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we'll be doing that. Did you get to? I watched most of it. It went longer than they thought because the plan was oh. being a Roebuck for 40 minutes, and then they had a 20-minute video from um, Emily DeRaven, and then finish up with Jorge Garcia. But yeah. Dana Roebuck's a big talker, so it went over, and then she's like, oh, no, I don't have time to play a 20-minute video before Jorge and our special surprise guest shows up. So uh, I think they were going to do it after, okay. but then Jorge, Jorge and Michael Giacchino, and they went for like an hour, and then it was 8 o'clock, and I was at my brother's house, and he was like, we're going to eat dinner now. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll watch, I'll watch the Emily DeRaven part later because <laughs> I know it's pre-recorded. But I watched the yeah. other and I took notes like crazy, and it, it felt like watching a new thing a lot. And I was like, oh, here's a new story I haven't heard. And I was oh, taking wow. notes like, oh, good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> it was fun. Cool. Yeah, no, I'm definitely What might you say? <laughs> um... Yeah, they asked some questions like, what's your favorite piece of music? And I'd have to look at my notes. Let me go grab them, see if he said anything really interesting. I mean, it wasn't like musical technical stuff. You probably well, could have thrown it wouldn't be. questions for him. <laughs> no, it was more like, are you wearing pants? And <laughs> yeah. 
What days do you golf on now? <laughs> Tuesdays or Thursdays? <laughs> Not that we want to talk to them. And we never did another show the the second night we were there, Anna. Um, at the second concert, that's where I got to meet him and got his autograph and got to talk to him. Mm. And some other really people. Didn't. <laughs> so, Carlton and <laughs> Mara Furloss <laughs> and uh, Kim Duran and mm. All right, here's my Jokino yeah. notes. Uh oh. So Go for it. Jokino said he was friends with Brian Burke. So this is about how he got roped into the show. So um he called him. I think he was already working on it, but he calls him, and Brian says, I'm on the beach surrounded by all these plane pieces, and that's when Michael was like, oh, can you bring me some for the music? <laughs> um, Scratch that piece of trivia off the list. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. says there's always a plan for more Lost concerts, and he tries for one a year. Mm. Um, guessing there won't be one this year. <laughs> Hence the word try. He said try. I mean, he's done what three different times. He's done a lot. Well, including the one in Hawaii that they well, did that time. Four at least. London. Doing London, right? He, yeah, or Dublin. Oh, well, his birthday oh, he, was he, out in London. His fiftieth birthday one, which wasn't all yeah. lost, but it had some lost, and then the lost one in Dublin. Yeah. So I guess he gets some lost Doublet, that's later right. here, maybe, even if it's not a lost concert. But yeah, he he mostly talked about a lot of his favorite pieces from different perspectives, like what sticks with you, what's your favorite scene, um, about the song titles, special memories and stuff. He did say that he's watched Lost with each of his three kids when they've become teenagers. So he's rewatched it multiple times, whereas Jorge Garcia was kind of like, I don't really watch it. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. Actually, uh, he when he was scoring when he was scoring it, he made a point yeah. not to watch it. He just did it off the or he no, he didn't want to read the scripts. He watched oh, it while he yeah. scored it. Yeah. Pardon me. Oh. I got that backwards. Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. He didn't want to have any preconceived notions. He just wanted to feel what was happening on the screen and then write to it. One of my favorite moments, Daniel Roebuck, was he had uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon behind him, like in the corner of his living room. And so Joe was Joe Garfine was the one interviewing him, and she commented on it. And he was like, oh, let me show you what else I have in here. And he flips the camera around, and he has, like, I don't know if it was the costumes or what, but life-size Cornelius and Zira from the original Planet of the Apes. What? And I went, oh, that's my favorite movie. <laughs> like, oh, wow. <laughs> ah, so he's got some cool movie memorabilia in his living. He's <laughs> <laughs> a museum. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, he he seems to know Joe decently well, and he like knew what he was there for because, of course, he's finding pictures for everybody who didn't get to go mm-hmm. to the con after all, and and he was all about it. And then 
Jorge calls in, and he's kind of like, what? And Joe's like, so this is for people who didn't get to go to Hawaii for this last event. And he's kind of like, okay. Like, she had to explain to him why he was there. <laughs> Too funny. He thought this was another one of those, uh, see how many celebrities you can get on a Zoom call. <laughs> I'm waiting for the community table read to come out next week. Oh, is that coming out next week? Yeah, they're doing it also as like a fundraiser for um, some kind of food bank or something. And they did a table read of one of their episodes. It's mostly like a bottle episode. So it works well to just read it. So that was a good idea. And maybe we'll get that movie someday. Never watched Community. Oh, it's hysterical. They're trying Sorry. to get as uh, many people that do Lost the 23rd coming, so they're for the 10th anniversary. So they're trying to mm. get see if they can get people from Lost to do a read. Oh, that'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah. Don't think Matthew will be there. Matthew Fox? Yeah. Do you have better things to do? Oh, he's sitting pretty doing nothing now, I think. <laughs> what would be fun, what would be great is if they'd get Carlton to show up and uh, all of them just pepper them questions about Watchmen and leftovers for like, you know, the whole thing. Damon was throwing on a question about the rewatch. Let me put that up. Some what's called the Storm podcast. It's another rewatch. That yeah, that's that's Joe's. That's Joe's. Is, Oh, I thought it was like Joanna Robinson. Well, that's what I meant. But I looked at the. Uh, yeah, not the, not the other, not the Joe that. Uh, not the other Joe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, Joanna Robinson, who I did just saw was that with. Uh, going by, I was like, oh. Yeah. It it's the three people that did that one Game of Thrones podcast that I can't remember the name of. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they they've done other shows and. Or, some other uh, podcast. I was like, oh, well, but not chronologically. Anna and I, we we, <laughs> we were the first and only. First and <laughs> only. Right. All the fame and glory is ours. There was some guy. There was some guy that was. There was some guy that was doing a rewatch of. Uh, lost and he was including music stuff and I was listening to, I can't remember who it was what the name was um but and I I'd listened to it for a little while and I think oh well that's pretty cool and then ha- sometimes I'd go wait what <laughs> so uh <laughs> I was I was kind of like oh grain of salt Matt don't don't go writing hateful emails <laughs> Yeah, 
I know that's that's got to be when you're listening to something and like off, you know. Well, just stuff that it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like for the Game of Thrones thing, I I did a panel last year at the at one of the cons on the music. And this one other guy was going to do it, and he's actually a composer. And so we were trying to plan it and everything. And uh, he was like just saying weird, weird things that didn't make any sense at all about the music of Ramin's. <laughs> and I, I went back to the, the panel or to the, the commission, and I said, look, if you want this guy on, you're more than welcome to have him on, but I, I'm going to just bow out. <laughs> and they wrote back like, why, why? It's, it's your, it's your thing. It was your proposal. And I'm like, well, I don't, you know, I, I, I just, I feel like that I have too many contradictory opinions with this guy and I can't, I, I, uh, I'm not sure that it would be good for the con if we were both up on stage at the same time. <laughs> they, they kicked him off and then I felt terrible. Oh, wow. Um, and then I had to get two of my friends from uh, Double P uh, podcast, uh, Buddy uh, Bubba and, and Catfish, to do it with me. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, we had somebody from Watchers on the Wall on it too, uh, which was she was great. But uh, yeah, it was it was just like you know, well, Ramin scored Iron Man, blah blah blah, and I'm like, that's the wrong Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which is fine. I, it's it's cool. It's just check your facts before we go on, please. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know it's been the whole time. Uh, that's. Yeah. yeah like, was oh, that? he's one of those before. <laughs> Cracks everyone else. <laughs> he could have had a cage match though. If it got really bad, I'm excited. Oh sure. Put him. <laughs> the octa. The the staff octagon. The octagon. Yes. <laughs> uh, gotta keep it interesting. But I, I was willing to just let him go. Uh, yeah, I was willing to let him just go and do his own thing. Uh, you know, I was just kind of like, well, I'll, I'll gladly bow out. But there was no way I was going to be on the same stage with him. <laughs> I'm too old for that shit. Pardon my French. <laughs> Well, there we at for time here. It's been it's nearly twenty five after. It's twenty two after. Oh wow! Popular as ever, I am. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So one of the two of yeah, you gets a. I today. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to be around your stinky socks, Wendy. That's right. That must be it. I, just, I didn't put new socks on today. I'll take, I'll take the hit for it, Matt. Yeah. It might be me. I didn't take a shower today. Well, the, well oh, I thought wow. I was going to mow after work, but then it rained. I, I had salmon <laughs> tonight. I might be said as well. 
Oh, uh, it, it might be me. I took a shower and everything today. Maybe it's, you know. <laughs> You're too clean. I'm too clean. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, who wants to win hey. the free CD? We will oh, find out. What's it more? I've got a coin here. I'm going to flip it. Anna, you call heads or tails? Tails. It is heads. It is heads. Oh. So Wendy goes first. The rules okay. of round, round one are these are songs not by Michael Giacchino that are in Lost. I'm going to ask a question, and you get a chance to answer it without any hit hints. If you answer it correctly, you get three points. If you choose to have a hint, it's only worth two. And if you miss it, then the other person gets a chance to steal with another hint, and they get one point. Ooh. So it, so it, when I, when it's your turn, Wendy, you get to choose either no hints and try it that way. For three. For three. And then actually it goes to Anna, and she gets a hint and tries for two. And then you get a chance to steal it back with another hint for one. Oh. How about that? Nice. That will make that'll make a two person game go on that'll forever. Really good. <laughs> Let's hey, not get I, I, I like it. <laughs> all right. All right. As long as well, you keep track of it <laughs> I, I I am keeping score. Wendy, the first okay. question is yours. All right. Here we here we go. In what episode did Willie Nelson's rendition of Are You Sure appear in? There are three points. In what episode did Willie Nelson's rendition of Are You Sure appear in? I can see it too. I can see it. it's playing. Um, all right, I'll, t I'll take a hint. Okay. The I hint. Can see for, it, but I'm like, Ugh. for two points, then. Okay. In what episode did Willie Nelson's rendition of "Are You Sure" appear in? And the hint is <laughs> not much of a hint. Hurley was listening to it on his Walkman. No! <laughs> oh. Um. He was in the cave. I'll even throw that in there. Not right. Um, solitary. Not solitary. Anna, oh, for like, one like point. Arena, arena. What's that? Yeah. 
right okay. in that vicinity. <laughs> it, it is kind of in that vicinity. Got to be before Hurley's batteries run out, right? Um, <laughs> Anna, here is here is your hint. In what episode did Willie Nelson's rendition of Are You Sure appear in? Hurley was listening to it in his Walkman in the cave. And here's your second hit. The music underscored a scene with Jack and Kate thinking about each other from separate locations on the island. Oh dear, I don't remember this very well, and I am more and more confused with each hint. Because um, <laughs> I would have said a season five episode for starters. Oh, really? I don't know this song, so I, I can't even picture it, really. Um, different places on the island. Ah. Uh, Whatever the case may be. Good try, but the answer is actually season one, episode six, House of the Rising Sun. They were thinking about each other when she had said... (laughs) (laughs) All right, Anna. You get a chance now to get three points for this one. Okay. What was the title of the track playing when Hugo's Walkman batteries finally died? Um, you almost have to look this up because it was a pretty obscure song. Yeah. Uh, That's the only a free I hint. can think of is Fade Away. No. Oh, okay. Now, do you want your hint for two points? Me? Uh, oh, that's right. She didn't choose to take a hint. So, it, Wendy, here's a hint for two points. Yeah, I it can't was, take a hint. <laughs> it was in the episode In Translation. Yeah. Delicate. By Damien Rice. You got it. Two points. Oh, nice, Wendy. Way to pull that one out of your dirty socks. Very good. All right, Wendy, for three points. What is the name of the artist who performed the song where we first see the inside of the hatch? Yes. <laughs> Wendy wants that CD, that free CD. You're going to get it. This is not my realm. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if we go further along. <laughs> Anna, Anna, what okay. is what is the title song that plays at the beginning or what is the title of the song that plays at the beginning of season three? What is in three? Oh, wow. Um. You're entitled to a hint if you want it. 
Yes. Can I have a hint? Okay, for two points. The artist's name is Petula Clark. Oh, downtown. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. ding. Two points. Ding, ding, ding. Very good. Wendy. Yes. What is the name of the song that is playing in the car when Michael tries to kill himself? It's also Mama Cassine. Yes, it, it is. Getting better? It's getting better. That's close enough. Ding, ding, All ding. Time, like yeah. getting better off. It's not the beetle. It's not the Beatles, but it's it's getting better is the title, and it was Mama Cass Elliot. So very good, three points. Anna, yeah. What is the name of the song playing in Jen's van before he finds Jack, Kate, and Hurley? Oh. Oh, um, Dharma Lady. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> See, you guys are smoking this now. <laughs> Just had to ease into it a little bit. Yeah. Are my questions getting easier? They're supposed to get harder. Uh, oh, well. Uh, Wendy, for three points. Yes. What song does Hurley slash Hugo sing to Claire's baby in the episode The Greater Good? I feel good. Yes. Oh, it actually... The, I feel the, good the James Brown. Like yeah, I got you as... Right? Yeah. I got I was, you. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was going to accept either one because uh, people know it by <laughs> both names. But, yeah. <clears throat> In fact, that was one of my hints. <laughs> Anna. Oh, this one's pretty easy. What song is playing in Ray Mullen's truck in season one? Hmm. Hello. I know I think who the artist is. Uh -huh. Hi, Laura. Hello. I was outside having a walk, and I noticed this on my phone. Figured I'd oh, drop good. in to see if Playing lost songs. Yeah, we're doing lost music trivia, hosted by Matt. Do you want to play? Ah, uh, yeah, you can. <laughs> I'll accept defeat immediately. <laughs> but I like to hear lost music. Oh, well, we're just having a little trivia night tonight. You sure you don't want to play? I'm, I'm terrible at trivia. Terrible. The more nervous I get, the more I choke. So <laughs> Nellie was in the chat. There's Nellie. There's a prize involved tonight. Yes, you oh, get a really? free get a free James yeah. Armstrong C D that I'm on. Ooh. I gotta go get some yeah, more. You're in? You gotta try. Ooh. All right. So now uh, I'm gonna need who did I ask last? Me. I haven't answered yet. Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. Ray so, Mullen. 
These are different from the other ones, though. What was what was playing Raymond's car? Um, Would you like a hit? Like is, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be the artist, and I'm pretty sure I know that. <laughs> well, actually, my first hint, my second hint is the artist, but not my first. <laughs> I just don't really know. Okay, I'll take a hint. All right. It was in the ep. ep it's not much more help. It was in the episode Tabula Rasa as Ray is taking Kate to the station. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Nellie, uh, do you want to play? Sorry, go ahead. No, I don't. I'm gonna have I don't know the name of the song now. There, nope. He's all. He's in. All right. I'm going to say after midnight. No, that is not correct. Right. I didn't think so. <laughs> Wendy, you get a chance to steal for one yeah. point. Your other hint is the artist is Patsy Cline. Yes. <laughs> like you didn't already know that. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, man. in mind here. One um, She's got you. No. That is incorrect. Uh, and we're out, we're out, we're out of hints. No, it's leaving on your mind, which seemed very appropriate leaving for. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right, Laura, you ready? Uh, 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 I didn't say I was playing. Um, where are the musical clips? Are we gonna play those? No, uh, no, you don't. You don't get the musical clips. Oh my you, goodness! You, you, only, you, only, you got you got you got. The internet. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Matt, Matt, I just want to say, I know nothing about music. I just really like music. So every okay. time I listen to you talk, I was like, wow, I really don't know anything about what I really like. <laughs> so I'm a big music <laughs> fan, but I always learned a lot. I really learned a well, lot listening Laura, to you. Laura, rest assured. I don't know anything about what I really like either, but I'm a good faker. <laughs> oh, no, no, you're definitely like oh, an expert in all that stuff. <clears throat> well, so, yeah, I no, that. I don't think I qualify to play. But oh, no, you I absolutely can. qualify. Everybody qualifies. You're here. That's yeah. qualification. <laughs> come on, come on. What, I, try I one question. Really See if you get it. See if you get now. These are songs. This first category is songs that are not by Michael G. Kino, so you don't have to know any of that. They're just songs that were in different episodes. Okay. Uh, I did see them, and I did see these guys in California. That was fun, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Here you go, Laura, for three points. Three <laughs> points. Why don't we get somebody what? else? <laughs> no, you can do it. You can do it. What song? Do Jack 
and Sarah play together on the piano? Now you can take that for three points and try and answer it, or you can get a hint and then it'll be worth two points. Uh, who's Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't answer that. I don't remember Sarah. <laughs> Nelly, help. Who's Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, here, just just so that you'll play, here's a freebie. Sarah is Jack's wife, ex-wife. Oh, yeah. Well, she had a minor role. <laughs> Nellie wrote, who is Sarah? <laughs> yeah, we don't have a bobblehead here of Sarah, so I've completely, you know, forgotten about her. Wait, do you want to uh, take a I, guess, or do you want to hit? Was it a silly song, like Chopsticks or something? Or was it a real yeah. song, like a romantic song? It was a song that, uh, all right, now you're down to two points. This song is actually credited to Larry Clinton and is a piano duet that many people can do together. One person plays the lower part, another person plays the melody up high. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, well, after Chopsticks and Come Alive, so I don't know. Nellie, take a guess. All right, Nellie, for one point, here's your other hint. <laughs> Season one, Do No Harm, is the episode that it appeared in. So Google isn't allowed in this, huh? No, no Google allowed. No. Nope. Yeah, these are high stakes here. It's a damn CD, you know. That's right. <laughs> it's not chopsticks, Nellie. It is, in fact... It is in Art and Soul. Yes. Wendy oh, got yeah. it. it. I get no All right. I, I do remember that song. Nellie, this question is for you, Nellie. For three points, what is the name of the episode that the song Shotgun Willie first appears? Heath would have this in a heartbeat. That's right. <laughs> Definitely need Keith here. Now you can take it. For, you can try and guess for three points, or you can get a hint for two. <laughs> Blue, please. Okay. The hint <laughs> is Pierre Chang plays it in order to feed his baby, Miles. <laughs> These are hard. <laughs> That's a good hint. What episode did the song Shotgun Willie appear in? He's Are You is incorrect. Anna or the Steel. Would you like the other song? Would you like the other hint? Oh, hint? you get the other hint yeah. no matter what. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, for one point, the song skips just like Daniel Faraday says that the island is like skipping through time. Oh, um, the, uh, oh, I feel like I'm forgetting an episode title. Um, okay. Feel like if you don't. Happened. Oh, good try, but it is because you left. Uh, which is the season premiere of season five. Right? Did you yeah. know, Wendy? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm weird. 
<laughs> I thought it was the premiere, but I didn't know the name. I just kept thinking of the internet, and I'm like, that's not the premiere. Okay. We're moving on to our next round. And this round is all about the timbre, the instrumentation, the instruments used during the scoring of Lost, which were identified with certain themes or characters. Same rules apply. Not too hard, Laura. Come on. Uh, it's about. Uh, uh, oh. It's all about what instruments are going to be played, or what the instruments are associated with. I didn't think so, you could see the chat. Oh, I'm looking at everything. I'm just like God here. <laughs> I was here last uh, week, and I said hi to everybody, and no one said hi back. So I figured no. I would just leave. So I did. No. You can't sneak out this time. <laughs> yeah, we we'll know if you're gone, and I we guess will so. ridicule you. We'll chase you down with a CD. Here we go. So once again, same rules apply. The first time you get a chance to answer it for three points, or you can request a hint, which will make it only worth two. If you don't get it right then, then the next person gets another hint and gets a chance to answer it for one. Not complicated at all, because, you know, there's nothing complicated about me or what I do. All right. Uh, we start again back with Anna. Anna. What instrument begins the music that accompanies Jack's live together or die alone speech? What is the instrument that starts the cut? What's the first instrument that plays? Violin. No. Uh, Wendy, your hint. Uh, what instrument begins the music that accompanies Jack live together, die alone speech? And the episode is, of course, White Rabbit, and it begins right after Jack finishes saying those words. What is the instrument? Drums. No. Laura, for one point. <laughs> I'll say piano. Okay, you are correct. I was going to say, you get the hint, an instrument that I play professionally. But there you go. <laughs> Laura gets a point. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Very good. Uh, let's see. On to Wendy now. Three points. What unique instrumentation did Michael Giacchino use for scoring some of the first season of Lost? Airplane records. There you go. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> we, got to, we got to hear him play him for that record, too. Right on. That was easy. See, Laura, these are easy. <laughs> Actually, it, it was made even easier by the fact that we were talking about it before we started. And I, I, I said I was going to throw that question out, and I didn't. My bad. Uh, okay, next question, Laura. Here we go. This one, this one is kind of tough, but if you really think about it, you'll be able to figure it out. What instrument produces the low plucked tones in Sawyer's theme when it is used in Confidence Man? What, what instrument is it that makes this sound? Oh, that's a harmonica. Harmonica. Well, 
that's not the instrument that makes this makes it in there. It's oh, a different instrument no. that's used. I'll give you one more shot at it. Ukulele? No. But good that's try. Lucky. All right, Nelly. Here here is your hint, Nelly, for two points. This theme is heard throughout the episode, but later on it was reorchestrated to include bow strings. Especially in later episodes. Would you say bow strings? Bowed oh. strings. Bowed strings. Hmm. Ukulele has strings. Like it, during his new sheriff in town speech, you hear it in strings. But the instrument in Confidence Man is almost exclusively this instrument. The yes, question, the question what is what instrument? instrument? Yes, it is. Accordion. Good try, but no. Anna, for one point and the final hint. It is an orchestral instrument, and little versions of it are often associated with depictions of angels. Oh, Harp. I know what it is. Harp. Yeah. What was that, Anna? Harp. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's something you clock. All right, who's up next? Who did I just start oh, with? Wendy? Okay, <laughs> Laura. No. no, I started with Laura, didn't I? Uh, so now it's oh, Nellie's yeah. turn. It's Nellie's <laughs> turn. It's Nellie's. No, Let's yes, Nelly. it is. Okay, here we go, Nellie. This question for three points, or you can ask for a uh, clue for two points. What instruments were used often to become the going to commercial break cliche sliding sound? <laughs> what instruments were used often to become the going to commercial break? Okay. The clue is they work just like a slide whistle, but they don't look like one. The further you pull it out, the lower the sound goes. Hmm. You can do it. Come on, Nelly. Uh oh, somebody's playing the light. Symbols! Symbols! Oh, Nelly. <laughs> no, it's all right. Uh, Anna, Anna for the steal. Anna for the steal and one point. Here is your other clue. They are brass instruments, they work trombones. just like a slide whistle. Yes, trombones. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Uh, let's see, that was Nelly. So, Anna, we are back to you. Is that right? Here we go. Ooh. What Hawaiian instrument was used sometimes during the scoring of Lost? Anna, for three points, or do you want a clue? What Hawaiian instrument was used sometimes in the scoring of Lost? I'll take a guess without a clue. Okay. Probably the ukulele. 
It certainly is. <laughs> I had the answer too soon. I like, oh, it just went away. <laughs> Yeah, just one off, just one off. Uh, yeah, it, it was often added to the regular instrumentation to help create lighthearted or even humorous moments. And mm -hmm. my other clue was going to be, it was a rage of YouTubers for a while. It used to uh, <laughs> sing and play this instrument on their channel. Every YouTuber I ever saw had a ukulele. What the, what was up with that? Stuff with the ukulele. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why, but my brother-in-law wanted a ukulele for his birthday, so we got him one. I'm not sure if he's playing it or not. But, yeah, you can just order my name's on. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, Wendy, here we go. Yes. This instrument is used to create the rhythm for the John Locke theme. For three points, what instrument is used to create the rhythm for the John Locke theme? Uh, just to differentiate, because there were two, uh, but it's the theme when he's using talking about the knives, introducing the knives and the boars. What? Um, hurry before you before you get kicked off. Hurry. A rain stick. <laughs> Good try. But a rain no. stick. No, not a rain stick. Laura, this is for two points. You get a chance, and here is your hint. These instruments are rounded, somewhat hollowed out, and they are percussion instruments. And they're small. They fit in your hands. <laughs> Where they put one in each hand and you hit them together. Oh. Oh. Uh, so it's not a bongo. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, do they have like handles? You know, and uh, circular things on the end of the handles? Or no? No. They're hollowed out. So what are they? Just, they're they're uh, only slightly hollowed out. You can see you. they still have their ends, but they are, they're like... Uh, they're enclosed, but they're hollowed out a little bit on the inside. How they do that, I have no idea. Hmm. And what do they do with them again? Do they hit them together? They hit them together. You have one in each hand, and you hit them together. It made this. It made this sound in the theme. Yeah. I don't know. Some kind of sticks. I, I forget what they call those. Like rhythm sticks. I don't know. Well, that was a good try. That was a good try. Nelly, for one point, and the steal, and here is your other clue. The name of this instrument can also literally mean oh. a rhythm or tempo in Afro-Cuban music. So, no, <laughs> Nelly, what you got for me? What instrument is used to create the rhythm for the John Locke theme? They are rounded and somewhat hollowed out percussion instruments. And the name of this instrument can also literally mean a rhythm or tempo in Afro-Cuban music. Don't jeez me. Just guess. Rattle. Good try. <laughs> Good try, Nelly. But it is, in fact, a clave. It's it is It's a clave. It's a real thing. It's what? Clave. 
How do you spell that? C L A V E, clave. Oh, oh, okay. See, I wouldn't have caught that. <laughs> right on. So now I don't feel so bad. Oh. <laughs> Did you know that's the uh, sense of cleave? <laughs> it's to clave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, or clave. Sometimes they call them claves. Uh, but I, 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 they are, technically, they are called claves. Uh, of course, you never heard of that, Nellie. But here's Laura's question. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nellie. I'm putting on you. Uh, uh, here we go, uh, Laura. Here's your instrument. Or here's your question. What instrument, Laura, plays the last note that we hear in Lost in the series finale? What is the very last instrument that we hear play a note? It plays it all by itself. You can do that for three points, or you can take a hint for two I'll points. I'll take a hint. Okay. Here's a hint. The correct answer has already been mentioned once in a previous question. Was the answer to a previous question? I'm going to say piano. Good try, but that is not it. Anna, for one <laughs> point to steal... Here is your other clue. This instrument would also often be depicted with beings that might greet our losties on the other side, brother. <laughs> hmm. Oh, huh. Wait, was the first clue that has already been an answer or just that it's already been mentioned? It's already been an answer. Ah, then the harp. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Anything. You answered it. <laughs> a lot of harps in came on. Who knew? Nelly, you're up. Are you ready? They just look like two sticks. <laughs> Harp. Yeah, they do. Right. Way to go. Way to go, Nelly. Here you go. You're up for three points. What instrument has G. Kino said on the record? that he wanted to avoid using from the very beginning. Yeah. Nelly, what instrument has G. Kino said on record that he wanted to avoid from the very beginning? Clue, please. Sure. He said, uh, he said this during an interview with Rebecca Milsoff on March 2nd, 2010, in an article from Vulture. I'll give you time to Google that. <laughs> March 2nd, 2010, article from Vulture. How is that a clue? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Trying All right, Nelly, I'll give you I'll give you a chance here. I'll give you another clue. I'll give you another clue. All right. He didn't want anything associated with jungle stuff. What do you associate with jungle? What instrument would he avoid from the very beginning? No, drums is not correct. Uh, Anna, for, let's see. 
uh, for one point, this instrument would be considered a woodwind instrument. And uh, it's something that is not played straight up and down, but rather horizontally. Flute? Yes. Flute or jungle flute? <laughs> he did, did not you want... Out? You will see that I got that. Uh, I know. Yes, not you did. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that... Yeah, but that one doesn't that. count, unfortunately. No, All right. Not. Now, you guys have done really well. Here, here's where we're at. Right now... Charlie, I used tribal... Flute. I think we're barely under control, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. But uh, yeah, uh, evidently the producers were all like, oh man, we need like jungle music, like flute music. And he said, for that very reason, well, I specifically avoided jungle. it. <laughs> it's probably too on the nose. I mean, they're in the jungle. I'm like, yeah. 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 Music. He, 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 so he, he went totally the other direction and used trombones in, instead. Something you would never, ever find in the jungle. <laughs> Like All right. Elephant. Now, now we're into the the challenging round. This is, this is, yeah. This is the uh, this is the ear training round. The <laughs> ear training round. You can bet as many points as you wish. It's like double jeopardy. Uh, and right now, Miss Wendy has fourteen points to play with. Anna has twelve points. Laura has yeah. one point. Nelly, you get a chance to bet two. Laura, you get a chance to bet up to three with each double jeopardy that we play here. Notice how the lost podcasters are doing really well. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't imagine yeah. why. Well, I'm doing really well because I have the answers in front of me. But uh, this is where you get to make fun of me because I'm sure I'm going to botch one of these themes up. There are no hints. There are no hints in this. And you have to wager before... You uh, before you get the theme, I will play the theme, and the questions will be: What episode do you first hear the motive that I'm going to play you? Just so oh, you know. Those, yes. <laughs> All right. So Anna, you have twelve with which to wager. How much do you wish to wager? Three. Anna is wagering three. No chance for steals. Ladies and gentlemen, this is high-pressure stuff. Uh, i got to think about how to play this real quick. <laughs> okay. Got it. All right. Anna, what episode was this motive first heard in for three points? Can you play it? it one more time? Sure, because you would just want me to mess it up. What episode did we first hear that melody in? White Rabbit? No. It was actually, it's credit where credit is due. It was in the very first episode, the pilot. Oh. 
that was uh, we were talking on Star Wars thing way way back, Matt. Remember on the Star Wars? Uh huh. I guess. And that's the song that I brought up that sounded a lot like when Anakin and Obi Wan are fighting in Mustafar. That was the song I was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can hear that. <laughs> yeah, is that song playing when Kate oh. is bathing in the ocean? Uh, it's actually like, it's right, right after, after saves everybody. It's yeah, he's going oh, and looking for yeah. the bodies okay. and everything. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why it's called credit where credit is due because it was while the credits oh. played. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's hard to place because I was like sometimes it plays really fast and sometimes it plays really Fun. slow and peaceful almost. <laughs> yeah, but now I can hear it when yeah, Jack's getting there. All right, Wendy, how many points do you wish to wager? Yeah. Two points for Wendy. Wendy's going all out. She's taking a risk. Um, <laughs> all right. This one's kind of tricky, actually, so it's probably good that you bet two. In what episode was this motive first heard? hear it? Yeah. Let's try to picture it. What's what first for? This one is tricky. You wouldn't expect it to show yeah. up here. Probably know expect. who. Oh. What's that? Back to it. I think of other ones. Um. Probably know who it's associated with more than you know what episode it first appeared in. Um, I even think it's the circumstances first. Um, mm-hmm. It's a toughie. I know it's probably wrong because I'm thinking of other things that like it's said walkabout. It's probably not, but no, it was just a little bit after that. Um, it first it first appeared when. It first appeared when Jack and Saeed were talking about what to do with Sawyer. It appeared in Confidence oh, Man. Confidence Man? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right, Laura. Okay. You ready? I think I thought I was done. You have you have three point you have three points to bet. 
Do you? How much do you want to bet? I'm giving you a bonus two on top of your one. Just so yeah, I can know. <laughs> Well, let's just, you know, give them all. All right. For, th for three points. Oh, this, this is the one that will probably throw me too. But in what episode did this first appear? It does sound familiar, but... You can I do it. Lost. <laughs> Sad. I'm sorry. Go for it, Nelly. You don't want to try? Maybe not. I, I don't know. Sorry. Okay. All right. Well, it was uh, it was actually in the in the pilot or pilot part two, depending on how you watch the series. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. Very good. Nelly, you'll get this one. I'm betting you'll get this one. You're betting up both both points? Are you betting two points? Your two bonus points? Yeah. Sure. All right. Nelly, for two points, an additional two points, uh, what episode was this motive first heard in? You should get this one. What episode did that appear in, Nelly, first? Hint, we've talked about it already. <laughs> I think you were here when we talked about it. You can do it, Nelly. You're doing fine, Laura. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I mean, you're hanging out with a bunch of geeks who, you know, I, mean, I don't know anything about Lost, but I do know the music. That's about it. <laughs> Come on, Nelly. You can do it. We lose Nelly. No. Well, yeah. Well, if you if you know the number, that's fine too. But I would prefer the title. <laughs> it's Jack centric. It's Jack centric. It's Jack centric. <laughs> it is season one. It's Jack centric. It's Jack centric. <laughs> <laughs> We can hear you, Matt. <laughs> listen, listen to your whispers. Listen to your whispers. <laughs> finds Daddy's coffin. He finds Daddy's coffin. <laughs> you can.
do it, Nelly. Come on. I, I I'm curious if Nelly has rewatched Lost since it ended. Probably not. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, he doesn't need to. It's all in his head. Isn't it obvious? Yeah. Oh, well, that's true. That's true. Last time I watched any Lost was when we went to the L.A. I think I watched a few before that. It was mentioned previously. If we don't, <laughs> we might. We're gonna. He's just a white rabbit again. White rabbit was a really good. Episode. Yes, ding, 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 ding. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Nelly has three points now. Yay! I have Yay. zero. Sorry. I'm out of the game. I was wrong. I was adding that to Laura's total. Nelly has two points now. No, yeah, I'm out of the game. Out of the game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, oh, oh. I miscalculated my questions. That's it for that round. Last round. Final round. Final round, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I have no. I don't not have enough questions to go for four people. I thought I'd done all the mathematical possibilities. Goes to show that's why I'm becoming a radiologist and not a mathematician. <laughs> final round. Um, well, I'm out because I did so terrible, and Nelly's still in because he has a few points. So you have to leave look, him in. Look, look. This last one. This is the last round. The last round, folks. The last round. And if we end up with a tie, which I don't think we can now. Let's see. Let's just do it this way. Each question is worth 25 points. Ooh. Big time. Can make or break you. Anna, what character is this motif or theme associated with? Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Anna now sits atop the leaderboard with 34 points. Yay! So do these count against you if you get it wrong? No. Oh, okay. You don't you get, only get negative numbers. No, no negatives. No negatives. <laughs> all right, all right. No, no negatives. Is there feeling uh, this round or no? Uh, it should make it worth stealing because now uh, Laura and Nelly are out of it, aren't they? <laughs> Only Laura or Nellie can steal. Only Laura or Nellie can steal. Oh. Ooh, I'm like getting all picky and everything now. Okay. How many points are the steals? Uh, the steals are only worth 10 points. 10 points, okay. All right, Wendy, here you go. For 25 points and the lead with, uh, let's see, that would be 37 for you if you get this right. What character? Oh man, this is oh. What character? You 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 got it, Wendy. What character is this motive or theme is most associated with?
Got it, Wendy? What character is this theme or motive most associated with? Soya? Soya? Yes. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. 37 points to Wendy. Wow. All right, Laura, here we go. You can do this. Not in this game. <laughs> you can do this. You can do this. What character is this theme or motive most associated with? Who is that most associated with? We didn't hear it till the end of season five. Laura? You can do this. You're not stumped. You can do this. End of season five. Oh, good try. Good try. It was not Ben. It Nelly, you can go for the steal for 10 points. I almost gave it away. <laughs> Nelly. Who is this associated with? He got a clue. Clue is in the season five. <laughs> the end of season five. No clues the huge other than clue. the end of season five. That's like <laughs> the huge that clue. <laughs> and it's not Miss Clue. Don't guess no. Miss Clue. The cat. <laughs> and it's <laughs> not Daniel Faraday. So much about him. <laughs> Come on, Nelly. Oh, Nelly. No. Right letter. Wrong word. It's not well, Juliet. I have a clue it's for Laura. This actor was at the Lost concert that we went to. Oh. Yes, he walked right in front of me. 
Yep, he walked in the in the down the drive right in front of us. <laughs> oh, we were waiting for you actually. I was with Donald and we were waiting and he walked right down the street. <laughs> hmm. we back in. One more well, I don't know, she's taking three or four tries here. Did they get a picture? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I did don't... you? <laughs> I did. <laughs> did they get a picture? I lost all my pictures. So. He was also in the Tomorrow People, the new version, not the old one that Heath and I talk about. Natural, too, I guess. He was also in Supernatural. Played Lucifer in Supernatural. Oh yeah. Now I know who you mean. And yes, so what I was that character? I, what I, was that character I, in Lost? Jacob. Yes. Ding 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 ding. I did get my picture with him and meet him. Um, <laughs> yeah. I gave I gave him one of those wristbands that I was handing out, and somebody was. Somebody sort of like asked for it, and he was going to take it off his hand and give it to this woman. I'm like, no! Spoiling <laughs> <laughs> my fun lady. All right, Nellie, for 25 points. For 25 points, Nellie, who is this theme or motive most associated with? I'll do the full thing here with percussion and everything. We talked about it. <laughs> I just gave you the biggest clue. <laughs> Knives. Boars. Yes! Nellie gets it with 25 <laughs> points. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, <laughs> All right. It appears... Oh, I can do a round that mixes episodes and... Oh, I have four questions left, so this is perfect. Okay. Each one worth 25 points. Here you go. Here you go, Anna. Okay. What episode did this theme first appear? <laughs> the incident. 
Ding, 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 ding. 25 points to Anna. He has 59 now. Now i got to figure out which one I didn't ask earlier. Let's see. Which one did I not ask earlier? Which one did I not ask earlier? I asked that one. Which one did I skip? I know I skipped one. Okay, Wendy. Yes. This theme or motive is most associated with which character? Benjamin Linus. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Wendy is our champion. <laughs> yeah, Henry Gale, Wendy. Uh, either would do uh, for me. Let's see. You have uh, blah, 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 61 points. Winner, winner, chicken dinner uh, of a James Armstrong oh, wow. CD. <laughs> You want it in MP3 or do you want a hard copy? Um, whichever's easier. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. I'll, I can I can get Amazon to get it to you either way. Okay. Uh, was it go through your email or whatever, or how do you send it? Uh, yeah, I'll just I'll just send you a redeem thing or whatever it's from Amazon to get it, and then you can do the shipping and all that. Or I'll pay for the shipping. Either way, you want to do it. Probably well, easier just the MP3, just as easy. Unless okay. it has a, a spectacular picture of Matt on it, and then I need a hard copy. No, there are no pictures of me in it, because that's not the way James works. No matter who works on the uh, CD, he's the only person you see. Um, like the group picture right down there. No group pictures. Um, yeah, we've, we've, we were nobody. We were interchangeable. He's the guy. Oh. That's the way it works. Like I said, more drama in a blues band than you find on any day in Facebook. <laughs> Thank you all for playing. I'm sorry if I made it so Thank difficult. Thank you for doing this, man. It was great. Yeah, great Thank question. Thank you for, for prizes. <laughs> Upping the ante. Yeah. Oh. Got to make it worth everybody's while to show up. Thank you, Nelly, for showing up. <laughs> Thank you, Laura, for showing up. Well, Thank nice you. to visit with you guys. Laura, for 15 million points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> who, is this, who is this associated with? I have Google. <laughs> And then there was this weird note, which I can't play, which is even an octave higher, but because i got to hold this thing with one hand, I, can, I can't reach the note. But...
I'd like a smoke monster. I'd probably get that. I don't even know what the smoke monster was. I used to have the smoke monster as a ringtone on my phone. <laughs> I don't know how to play a roller coaster on this. <laughs> So Matt, is James Armstrong that kind of like band? Are they going to be okay during um, all the lockdown stuff, or what are they going to? Do? Oh no, no. As far as I know, nobody's working. It's it's all shut down. All, everything everything he he was doing got canned. He was gonna he he was in the process. Even when I was getting ready to leave, he was getting in the process of converting his basement into a recording studio for himself. So I would imagine that he's finished that and he's probably already working on his next album now there. Okay. Um, which required, he plays a little bass and he can do temp tracks with, uh, you know, pro tool stuff. So, uh, he's probably already working out the scratches and everything. And then he'll just get the guys as soon as everything gets free and clear, he'll probably get those guys to do that. Won't cost him any money that way, which he'll be happy about. And then, uh, I'll have a new record to give to uh, the guys down there in Texas, and then he'll be back on the road with his band, I suppose, when this all clears. But who knows when that's going to be for those guys. I feel really bad yeah, for my musician friends. You know, it's like I'm actually working on the 23rd because um, we're getting restrictions lifted here in Missouri a little bit. Mm. Uh, so we're working a winery gig on the 23rd. It's a huge stage, so the band leader said, "Yeah, you can. Uh, we can. We can do our six feet apart and everything." And he says, "And they're <laughs> they're not going to have the dance floor, so the audience will be a little ways away too. So that'll be." Mm. There. Sounds like there's some a, a couple bars of something lost for the tenth anniversary. This will be on the even warmer night. Yeah, yeah. Um, the same night. <laughs> I could find a way to work some licks in there, probably. The jack, the jack motif goes real good in blues. <laughs> oh, maybe Jacob's theme. Of the motives. <laughs> yeah. yeah this, there you go. Do an old album there. Do it all Charlie Parker style. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I'd work Hollywood and do that.
seen that, um, I think, let's see, that, is it Charles Cornell? That, that YouTube channel? Hmm. He's a jazz musician and he, he makes music to memes or <laughs> little clips. Oh, have fun. Yeah, this one with like <laughs> the 12, what was it, 12 Days of Christmas. I don't want to get more jazzier each day. <laughs> it's hilarious. That would be hard to do. Yeah, it's Oh, great. Hilarious. <laughs> I used to, uh, back before I, I knew any of you guys, I had this band uh, called Folded Sand, and all we did <laughs> was um, Ben Folds and um, okay. Mark Mark Sandman, who was, uh, what was the name of his band? They had the Barrett Sax, just bass to Barry Sax and drums. Uh, but Mark Sandman was the bass player, and that's why we called it Folded Sand. Uh, anyway, uh, we got to a point where we got real, we we were playing about two three times a month, and we we got to a point where we got bored, and so we just started covering uh, any pop song just in a way that wasn't the way that it was supposed to be, in a really messed up way, mm-hmm. like doing. Um, uh, Madonna songs as polkas, doing, <laughs> you know, Careless Whisper is a waltz, um, stuff like that. Just crazy, <laughs> stupid stuff. Now I got to look up. What band was Mark Sandman in? Sandman. This is, it doesn't say. Oh, Morphine. That was the name of the band. Yeah. But I played piano and sang the Ben Fold songs. And the bass player sang the Morphine songs. And I played Barry Sax. That was the last time I ever played saxophone. was in that band. Which is what I went to school on for, you know, on scholarship. I went to school on sax. Uh, and I ended up, I had already sold my tenor by that time. Because there was no work for horn players. I got out of school in 91. That's the beginning of grunge. There was nothing. You couldn't even get a, you couldn't even get a job as a horn player in a wedding band because they were all going to pick guys who played, played the horn parts on synths. So I was kind of like, well, okay, they made me take piano lessons in college. I guess that's what I'll do. I know the horn parts. I can play them on a synth too. Uh, and that's how I got into keyboard really professionally was about 91, 92. I mean, I played a little bit as a kid, but I hated, I hated, I hated piano. And then I got to college and they made me take <laughs> piano and I, I hated, I hated college. I used to skip class to practice saxophone, but yeah. Um, yeah. So Barry, yeah. 
and that was I didn't even own a Barry at that time that I was in this band. I rented it from a music place. I'd go in and rent it for a week and practice my parts and everything for a week and then play the gig and then return it after a week's rental. So I didn't make any money at the gigs because it all went into the rental of the Barry. So. <laughs> the break-even deal. Yeah. Play that. <laughs> so you've seen the you meme, right? The corner on the piano, though. You've seen the when meme of the meme. <laughs> What's that? So when did you start liking the piano when it turned the corner? Uh, when it started making me a lot of money. There you go. Not really. Yeah, not. <laughs> uh, but the the uh, yeah. I mean, the, have you seen that meme out there? That's I think I posted it at one point way back. Uh, a COVID-19 meme where uh, it's from a musician. He says, uh, I've been calculating all of my gigs that I've missed out on this month. Turns out that I saved $240. <laughs> Love that one. It's truly um, most musicians' lives. Artists mm. <laughs> I got lucky myself, you know, because I could have been out there just like the rest of them, but I just knew a couple people, and that got me a couple of breaks, because that's really all it is, man. Everybody, uh, everybody's way more talented than me, but I just got the right ends. Even Leslie's more talented than me. Leslie can sing. Yes, she can. What's she up to lately? Uh, well, her and her husband got a divorce. I don't know if I've mentioned that before, but they got a divorce like six, seven years ago. It was a while ago. And uh, wow. she moved back to Missouri, and she's living with one of my best friends, uh, Jeremy Siegelmoss now. They've been a happy little couple for about five four or five years. Okay, so um, when you guys did the interview with us, then... Yeah, she was back she was by then. Back, right? yeah, yeah, she was back by then. Oh, boy. I hope we didn't wreck your podcast that day. We were crazy. Yeah, that was wonderful. I listen to those interviews all the time. <laughs> I just love hearing everybody talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems silly, but I miss hearing people, so. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did TalkShoe not kick you off this time? Or did I you come back? Not. It's been over an hour. No, I didn't. Wow. It's been more than what an is... hour? It's been like an hour and a half. Oh well, no, it didn't. It didn't kick me at all. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm. Good. But <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe talk shoe is re- Yeah, maybe talk shoe is relaxing its uh, social distancing policies. I guess so. Uh, and if to put any quarters in the machine. <laughs> so we're oh. exactly on the dot. One hour, and we kicked me off for an hour. I know. That happened like twice with Heath the other day. 
Yeah. Or a month ago or whenever it was. Almost every call, I think. All right. So, Wendy, could you uh, DM me whatever email address that you have associated with your Amazon account so that I can be sure to get the right place? Get to the right because I don't sometimes they do it to where they will send you the email and you have to have an account to, to get the mp3s so oh, okay. Anna you want one you were close <laughs> I'll tell you what <laughs> I'll send you one MP3. Wendy gets the whole record. No, I'll send you uh, the whole thing. I'll go on Spotify and see if he's on Spotify. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I don't know if he's on Spotify. If he is, then he owes me some money. Uh. <laughs> yeah, probably like 14 cents. I hear he, big. He, he might owe me a nickel by now. Yeah. Cost <laughs> him more to mail oh, the nickel. Oh, James Armstrong, there he is. Is Blue's been yeah. good to me on there? Oh, yeah. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Why, why isn't that showing up on my BMI statements? <laughs> why is that not showing up on my BMI statements? Maybe he hasn't made enough money on it for BMI to rig. He is a blues artist, after all. I mean. He's got eight albums on here. No way. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I got to hang on a second. Spotify. Going back to 95. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. He's a, <laughs> he was uh he was incredible when he was younger. Did he did did you hear his did he tell the story on stage about what happened to him? Um. Anna? Where he got he got stabbed and he couldn't use his left hand for like oh my. nearly a year. I remember there was a reason he couldn't use his hand and that was affecting him. Yeah, uh, he, he he his house he was he had his boys with him and uh, his house got broke into and he tried to stop them so they wouldn't hurt the boys and he got stabbed like just. It tore nerves and all kinds of stuff. It was bad, oh, and he said he he couldn't even he couldn't even move his hand because he used to be a burner. Go back and listen to his old albums, and and it's just like sounds like Ingvay Malmsteen or something, you know. It's just like burning all the time. Oh, wow. But uh, yeah, then uh, then that happened, and and he didn't do any. He was on high tone at the time, and high tone stuck with him for a couple of records, and then uh, they got sold to somebody else and then he lost the contract and he was just touring for a while then and that's when actually when he got to be a good blues player because he had to slow down (laughs) oh my goodness blues been good to me there's no credit for for blaze on there wonder if blaze knows that 
Not Sorry, to start the was... drama. <laughs> oh man, I, I'm gonna go on Facebook and yell at James. Don't do it, Matt. Don't My do money. it. Anna, Anna, let me know. You ain't paying me it. No, I I deactivated my I deactivated my Facebook account a long time ago. I have no idea what's going on with anybody. I mean, it was it was getting to the point where it's like there were no posts from people that I wanted to see. There were only posts from people who were talking about things that I didn't want to know. And I was just kind of like, huh. okay, I'm done. Yeah, cool. Yeah, there's covers on this one. We were probably doing all of these songs when you saw us. It's just we hadn't recorded them yet, probably. Mm. We were trying. He was because he he wrote all these songs and then we had to try them out, except for one or two of them. Which one? Uh, no, early grave is from one of his earlier records, so we knew that one already. Uh, Changing the weather. That was one we wrote in the studio. I remember that because I got screamed at a couple of times for not doing it right. Cost of money. Um. Yeah, how sweet it is. We did that one. Was that originally a Carol King song? How sweet it James is Taylor? to be. Well, I know James Taylor did it, but wasn't he wasn't he covering somebody's version of that? I think he was covering Carol King. Oh, it version might have been Carol King. I think it was. It's like people did a lot of versions of her stuff. <laughs> oh, I don't care about the Marvin Gaye version. That was way after. No, it was not. It it was Marvin Gaye. Oh. Yeah. Nineteen sixty four. It was written by Holland Dozier in Holland, but he was the first one to record it, I think. Motown, baby. Marvin Gaye. The things that, the, the rabbit holes that Spotify will take me down. I need to get off of there. All right, I'm <laughs> off of there. Man. Being at home has sucked because at least when I had clinicals, you know, two days a week, the only computer I was on was to, you know, make notes for the radiologist, uh, for the doctors <laughs> to look at everything. And then, you know, and I would be tired from typing. <laughs> so I wouldn't come home and get on the Internet. Now it's like do your classes online, no clinicals. I'm on the computer all day long. I'm done with though. I got my 4.0 this semester. Yay! Oh wow! Great job. <laughs> so how much do you have left? Oh, too much. Especially, they still haven't told us whether we can go back for clinicals this summer yet or not. I don't think uh, we're going to get to go back till July. And there's a certain number of required hours and required competencies that you have to do, have done before you graduate. 
So probably every moment that I'm not in class itself or not sleeping, I will probably be at the hospital this fall doing makeup. Although there is a restriction. We can't work more than 40 hours a week at the hospital either. So... Hmm. Who knows? Was it easy to get into a hospital in your area? Were there a lot to choose from, or did they assign you to one? They they assigned us to one, but uh, there's only 15 of us in the program itself oh. in our class. So, and there's about six hospitals around the area. So we are averaging, you know, we're averaging two to three students per hospital. Okay. They've got partnerships with everybody around. So. None of them are, a couple of them would have been far drives for me. One would have been about a, oh gosh, I don't know, probably about a 45 minute drive. But the two people that got those spots actually live up by there. So they, they kind of just do it by geography. I got the best one. I got the best hospital, I, you know, <laughs> BJC pride, you know, we have the best doctors. We have the best equipment. Oh, you're using film screen still? Ooh. We're all digital. <laughs> Single generator? Oh my gosh. How old is that? Frank. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I've bored you guys enough. Thanks for letting me play. Thanks for letting me post. Y'all, well, y'all were really a lot of fun. You guys were all really good. If anybody catches this recording, you missed out. You heard how fun <laughs> it was. Uh-huh. You heard how I, you heard how I berated Nellie and Anna and Wendy whenever they got something <laughs> wrong. Clearly, they never ever listened to my podcast ever. We did, but it's been ten years. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you need the, you need the classic bubble. You need the classic bubble response. Anytime I say, clearly you didn't listen to my podcast about blah, blah, blah. He always says, yeah, yeah, we listened. We just didn't agree. (laughs) (laughs) I love that line. He roasts me all the time. I get checkmated by that guy all the time. Anyway, I'm out of here. Thank you, guys. Have a great evening. Stay oh, well, safe, please. You, Thanks, I know I know we're relaxing, you know, relaxing everything, but just use common sense and stay safe anyway when you can. <laughs> please. Don't I don't want to see anybody who's listening to this by chance, you know, in my hospital when I finally get to go back. I don't want to see you there. So, be safe. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Well, Wendy, should we try again next week? More trivia? Yeah, what should we do next week? Uh, I could do the questions and make up for that time when you did all the questions. Oh, that's something to um, You did. Do you have something you in season? mind? No, I'm I trying to think like what you did. I did like random season one uh, by characters. I just picked like a... Okay. I could just keep going and doing season two.
Jason too. Yeah. Just whoever was like a main featured character, maybe like some side character that did like twenty three questions or whatever. But mm-hmm. okay. how many do? And just pick a random question about them. <laughs> All right, I can have so. that ready. I want to ask you. Did you, did uh, you already canceled all the plane tickets, right? Um, I'm waiting to see if they move because I called somebody at American Airlines and she said if they move it by more than an hour, then I am allowed to request a refund. Instead of if I cancel, they might only give me a credit. Okay, because I, I just yeah, I just so, want to make sure because like Expedia sent like a text and said, no, this is coming up and you should you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't. Yeah, I'm waiting to see if they cancel them and if they don't, I'll cancel it and deal with the credit or maybe try to get a refund. But, yeah, okay. So yeah, I haven't done it yet. I figure you're doing something but it's like, why are they sending me sex? Like we've sent you a couple texts now. It's like I know she's doing yeah. <laughs> I just didn't yeah, know I what one so. of mine one of mine got cancelled. Not yours, but one of mine did and so I was able to go on their website and request a refund, so they're reviewing that. Probably because it was earlier, right? Maybe you you booked that one sooner, so that might have gone through quicker, or or just where it was coming from. I don't know uh, which one was it. I think it was it was my Indy to Honolulu, and yeah, that was for next Wednesday, and. Um, so weird. Yeah, it, they moved, <laughs> they moved so it around excited. so that I would totally miss the connection. And then it was like, yeah, I'm going to request a <laughs> refund on that one. I yeah. have some random credits, so uh, we might still need to go to Hawaii sometime. <laughs> oh I think Hawaiian Airlines. Do you Airlines, see what they're, they're doing now? They talk about doing this in China, and they did a report about spraying people. What? Have you seen this? Spraying people oh. before they get on an airline. No. I don't think that actually would help. No. If you're carrying the germs inside you and you're expelling yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's ridiculous. But the, yeah, they were talking about this morning. I saw a thing on, on Bloomberg or something like that. They were doing it in China. And then this morning on Fox News, um, they're talking about this, doing that here. On flights, like crazy, uh, <laughs> and everybody does. Like, I mean, well, I guess I'm never flying again. <laughs> yeah, most of the airlines. Yeah, wait, I, wait, oh, five years from now, uh, you know, this causes cancer. Oh, great. Yeah, the things <laughs> I've been seeing have said that like most airlines are trying to space people out and have them wear masks, but they're not really enforcing the mask thing. And then United, yeah. which I don't like anyway, is. Uh, having flights absolutely full of people. They're not distancing them at all or trying to, like, cut down the number of people on flights. So just kind of waiting for that to go over badly. Yeah. <laughs> because in a like, week oh, you'll probably see a spike. It's like, oh, were you all on that United flight together? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, we'll, we'll have, like, the seats in between that are empty, like middle seats or something, like, yeah, how oh, many, United how many money were, were, were we out there? Is like, we overbooked? <laughs> Would you like to stay here a little bit for your hotel? How, many, how long is that going to last before anybody, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, we're totally not going to sell our tickets out. No, it's, it's totally going to be a thing where, like, 
it's going to go really badly on some flight. Everybody's going to get COVID, and it's going to be negative press, and then they'll do something about it because it'll be like, oh, no, our airline can't get bad press for this, or we don't want to yeah. be the next whatever. Well, we got to live yeah, and learn. But, but, you know, yeah, crop dust can't do the right thing. Carol puts a roundup on you. No, that's that's okay. <laughs> so Indiana did an interesting study recently. It just got published yesterday, um, and some of it was by some people I knew in school of public health. And they did a random sample of like 2,600 people across Indiana to see, you know, where is COVID really um, among people who, you know, didn't even suspect they had it. And they found that 44% of people had 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 it. <laughs> And a lot of them didn't yeah. know because they had no symptoms. So that's helpful because it helps us get a true prevalence of like, where is this? It's everywhere, and but a lot of people just yeah. don't show any symptoms. But then they're also having problems with like false positives and they got people. Oh, the test. tests. It's like the tests, yeah. oh, the tests have COVID on them. Why would they have COVID on the tests? You know, so there's like, oh, that's kinds of crazy. With the numbers is just everywhere. Oh my goodness! So how was your trip? It was really nice. Uh, felt very safe. Just only stopped when I really had to, and had some uh, food prep gloves that I took to pump gas and then throw them away right there. Um, and yeah, I was at my brother, my first brother's house for a week, almost a week. Um, and I worked a couple days, and we just didn't do a lot. We did, like, two 1,000-piece puzzles and a 1,500-piece oh, wow. puzzle. And we went on a lot of walks and played games. That was about it. <laughs> then I went to my other brothers for two days. And it was, yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good to relax a little bit. Because the first two days I was out there, I was trying so hard to catch up on work so that I could be off the next three days. I worked like 11 hours and then 10 hours <laughs> oh. those first two days. Um, and then I went to my brother's in Pittsburgh and my niece turned two the day that I went there. So that was fun. I got her a little balance bike and it was so funny because he tried to put her on the bike right away. <laughs> like here, ride the bike. Oh, no. and she lifted up. She lifted up her feet, like curled them back up, like when they try to put her in grass, and she doesn't like the way grass. She oh, yeah. her feet. You know, like oh. she did that to the bike and started crying. I was like, no. Like, well, she has to get used to it. Yeah, she did pretty quickly, but just that first like traumatic. Don't make me touch the bike. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> He was like, you should stay longer. You should stay here and work a week. I'm like, I don't think I can work here for a week. <laughs> Not with a two-year-old. Yeah, that'd be... And no real private space. Distracting. Oh. Either, either noise or just like you want to go play with her. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I haven't seen you for a long time. Yeah, it was cute. She would wake up and ask about me. Like, Aww. I would hear her cry in the morning, and then my brother would go in there, and she'd be like, ah, 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 ah. 
like, he's like, yes, Aunt Anna's here. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. We watched an interesting Prison Break movie. Um, it was from this year, so I guess for the show, I made it to theaters or no, no. Um, I, the topic was a prison break. Oh. The movie was called Escape from Pretoria, and it has uh, Daniel Radcliffe, and I forget who his buddy is in the movie, but I had seen him in Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. He played Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> I thought he looked familiar. Oh, um, I figured it out. Uh, so it's two guys who are against apartheid in South Africa in the late 1970s. They get put in jail, and they're plotting to escape the whole time. So it was how did they work out their escape? Out. And it's a true story. Okay. Like, it's based on a book, which I might want to read now. <laughs> <laughs> get more details. Even though I know the ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. You read lately? Any, any recommends? If it recommends. <laughs> No, I have not read lately because I was gone and uh, just working more than usual. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I honestly like drove in silence almost the entire way out there. Wow. I just I don't know. Work is so busy, and I get so many requests and interruptions, and my computer's just like ding, ding, ding all day long uh, from IMs and stuff. That I was like, I really just like silence. I can think. And I'm not distracted, and nobody's pinging me for anything. <laughs> so, yeah, it was weird, but I was like, yeah, I just drove like six and a half hours and only listened to one short CD. What was it? Oh, I don't remember now. I listened to some podcasts on the way back. Um Ah, that was one podcast. That was interesting. This podcast, um, American Scandal. Hmm. What's that about? Oh, no, she got kicked off. (laughs) At exactly two hours. Well, at least they upped it to two hours. I hope she's not still talking to herself. Yeah, cliffhanger, American scandal. Well, I listened to, ooh, what was it? It was David French's podcast because he had Justin Amash on. You know, he's considering a run for president on a libertarian ticket. And so I wanted to hear what he had to say. if Wendy comes back, although I need to go to bed. When I listen to Freakonomics, 
because uh, my brother recommended the episode where they were talking about COVID. And he started off by interviewing the governor of Rhode Island, who was defending a lot of her decisions. And she sounded pretty competent. I thought it sounded pretty good. And then when he talked to the economists, they were like, hey, we should put people in a lottery to get them to do uh, like random COVID testing. We should offer a random drawing and you get a couple thousand dollars or more to participate in testing. Uh, Rhode Island was one of the first states to kind of shut everything down. And so she got a lot of criticism for that. People thought she was overreacting. So she was saying, well, now we see we weren't overreacting. They're still fairly locked down, I think. I don't remember what else she said. I don't know. She just said good things about, like, we have to pay attention to the data and the person she listens to most is her, I don't know, head of her public health department, that kind of thing. Um, so I was like, hmm, maybe the president should listen to you, listen to the head of his public health division or any health division. Yeah, well, people are crazy. <laughs> I have not listened to the community podcast yet. Is it good? Yeah, I need to. Well, I'm not sure if Wendy's going to call back or if she can. Surprise guest, surprise community guest. Well, I'm excited for the table read next week. But I'm confused why Pedro Pascal is on it. I mean, it's cool, but I don't remember him being on community. But maybe he was, or maybe he's going to be like the technician for the lie detector. Oh, does he take the place of that annoying guy? Oh, Chef. Oh, oh, so Chevy's not on it. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Wait. Is Pierce in that episode? He's dead. Are you pulling my leg? What? They're doing the one where Pierce dies, I thought. They're doing... Um Injured finality. They're they're reading a season five episode. Yeah, I saw that. 
Donald Glover was there. Pierce died, yeah, season five. The end of at the end of the Ascrack Bandit episode and they're trying to find the bandit and you know, it's all like fog machine and Jeff and Annie get split up. This is one of my favorite episodes and I've watched it like a million times. Yeah, but that was fake. He faked that. And that was earlier. And then he came back. Um, that's at the end of season three because I just rewatched the end of season three because I just couldn't stop thinking about how Ken Jeong says, Ricky Nightshade. But yeah, at the end of, not end of, the middle of season five or actually more towards the beginning since Donald Glover is still in it. Um, Yeah, at the end of the Ascar Bandit episode, um, Shirley walks up, and they're all concerned about Ascrack Bandit, but then she's like, Jeff, Emmy, here she's dead. And then the next episode is when they all get, like, the canister of his sperm as his bequeathals or whatever to them. And that's the episode that they're reading because it's a bottle episode. I don't remember that, but I have to admit I have never rewatched season six. And even season five after Troy leaves, I have not watched that very much. Yeah. I watch the episodes up till Troy leaves, and then I'm like, I don't care anymore. Not the group anymore. The group is broken up. The last seasons are popular on Netflix. I know they're better because Dan Harmon's back, but... I felt like season six just rehashed too many things they had already tried earlier on. Oh, show in general? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that too. Which is good. More people that can watch it, the better. So is Donald Glover still, uh, he's still Lando Calrissian? I mean, he had the mustache. 
there's not much cooler role to get than Lando. All right, I got to go to bed. Say tomorrow. And my parents are coming for dinner. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.